Welcome to Two Inches Off the Ground. When you are enlightened, you live your life two inches off the ground. This is season two, episode 23. We have a very special episode today, and she is our first sponsor. Yes, I'm so excited to have this amazing astrologer and manifesting coach on the podcast today. Let's welcome her for the second time. You raved about her the first time. Sarah Ray Hoagland, manifesting coach. Yay. Thank you so much for having me. It's been such a pleasure. The last time I chatted with you and just having you in my spiritual circle has been a blessing. And I just, I love that I know you. My name is Sarah Ray. I'm a manifesting coach. I'm an author and a podcaster. My brand is spiritually inspired and I help spiritual women dissolve old patterns of behavior and mindsets and limiting beliefs that no longer serve them and adopt new ways of being, thinking, and creating through manifesting, through the four phases of manifesting the way I teach it. So while working with me, they'll discover their own flavor of spirituality and how to easily incorporate that into their everyday lives so they can live more spiritually inspired and make their spirituality more accessible and on a daily basis. Um, As you mentioned, I'm also an astrologer. I'm a medium. I'm a Reiki practitioner, a crystal healer, a tarot reader, and a new mom. So I kind of got it from all angles. (laughs) With the most beautiful daughter, most beautiful, most beautiful little girl. And I just want to say, I know Sarah Ray, you mostly attract women and you're very feminine, but you'll also happily work with anyone who's male or non-binary as well. Absolutely. Anyone who's willing to do the work I am willing to help. If you're not willing to do the work, no matter what your background is, don't bother. But if yeah. you're ready to get, if you're ready to do the work, I am here for you. <laughs> and we're going to talk about that today. So that's good you brought that up. So if you're like me and you like to check out a person as they're talking, you know, multitask a little bit, definitely take a look at Sarah Ray's Instagram, which is sarahray.coach, which is spelled S-A-R-A-R-A-E.coach on Instagram so you can see her beautiful face and spirit as we chat. And if you want to work on manifesting, which is our subject today, definitely give her a follow because she has the best stories and reels, which feature manifesting tips that I haven't seen anywhere else. And they involve quantum physics and her adorable daughter and fun positive vibes. So that's sarahray.coach. And you can just pop onto my Instagram. And today when you're listening to this, you'll see that I have a story about her and I have a reel about her and she's going to be tagged in it. I'm sorry, a story and a post and she'll be tagged in both. Thank you. So so there you go. All right. Also, there's cats if you don't want, if you want to view cats. Oh, right. Your cats. (laughs) Yes. You have adorable kitties too. Yes, I do. Okay, so let's get started. Sarah Ray, you are my manifesting coach for six weeks. Is that correct? It absolutely is. It was such a pleasure to work with you (laughs) for six weeks. Let's start off by discussing what I manifested with you as my coach. So the listeners know that it's not only money well spent, but it's also money and goals you will attract if you put in the work. All right. In the six weeks of working with you, here's what I attracted. Ready? Yes. Drum roll. Can you do? Yeah. (laughs) That's pretty good. I won a free intuitive coaching session with a famous spiritual money coach. The value of this coaching session was $2,000. I attracted a large tax refund. We removed together uh, energy blockages around my feelings of unworthiness. Mm -hmm. I relaunched a business and launched a new podcast, wrote a book in a week to sell as a product for my forthcoming podcast, returned to Clubhouse in a moderating room I love, 
Oh, and within the relaunching of the new business, I attracted a sole client within 14 days. And within, I would say, about six weeks, I've attracted two clients who like to come back from my former business. Yeah, that's amazing. And I love all the variety of things that you listed because you have the big things that were you know, quote, out of your control, right? Then the things that you were able to create for yourself because of the mindset shifts and the energy blocks that were removed, that you were able to move forward with those things. It's amazing. So I think that's pretty good for six weeks. I think that's pretty, I think most people don't accomplish that in two years. So yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. You're a go-getter. So you you put your head down, you do the work. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So obviously, and you just discussed it in your intro, you have a method to helping people manifest their goals and dreams, and you have practices that set you apart from other coaches. Now I don't want to give away your secret sauce, but my listeners do want some advice on manifesting. I came to you specifically for money and career manifesting, which we are discussing today, but you do everything. You do money, career, business, health, love, work, relationships, and more. Tell us what you see are the main blockages clients have toward manifesting money. For me, I came in with an unworthiness blockage. What do you see with others? That is really common. I would say definitely top three is unworthiness. I would also say people They have a block that is associating money with evilness or greed or just dirtiness. Like they don't see it as a tool. They see it as something that only bad people have, or I'm greedy for wanting to go after it. I kind of put that all in the same bubble. They think money is dirty. They don't see it as something that can be useful to them. The worthiness, the dirtiness. And I would also say that people tend to, I don't, I'm not really, I don't have a singular word, but they tend to push it away. Um, they, as soon as they get it, they it's gone again. Um, I don't I don't know how you would describe that in a singular word. Do you mean if someone you hear with lottery winners, something like 80, 90 percent of them lose the money like right after right. they get it, like that type of thing? Yeah. So it is based in scarcity because ultimately the belief that I see is that when I have the money, they go, I'd better use it because I don't know when I'm going to get money again. So with, to use a lottery example, they go, I'm literally never going to win $10 million ever again. I'd better go crazy. And then people can do that with $20. They can do that with $10 million. So it's really deeply rooted in scarcity, but they spend the money quicker than it comes in. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. So is Is it always the first step to undo the blockage or are there other ways around it? Mm, That's a great question. I would say the mindset shift does need to change first because I, the way I teach it is four phases, but they all kind of blend together. It's kind of like a giant Venn diagram, right? I don't know if it's still a Venn diagram, if it has more than two circles, but that's kind of how I see it. Yeah. I'm just trying to remember what a Venn diagram is. It's the two circles together. That overlap. That overlap. Oh my gosh, you just brought me back. Okay, continue. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I picture it as four circles. So the phases are mindset shifting, strategy, mindful planning, mindful action, and then releasing. So there isn't really a sequential order, but there kind of is the first time you're doing it. So I've talked about this before in other podcast episodes. I talked about this with you when we were working together is that you do need to work on your mindset shift. You do need to remove those blocks before you can work on the other phases. But then once you become better at it, once you're basically proven to yourself that the system works, all the systems are blending together. You just kind of are constantly doing troubleshooting where, oh, I'm not 
I'm not getting this. Okay. Why? Like I'm struggling with this. Where do I have to go? So I find that people often have to go back to mindset shifts slash blocks that need to be removed. And they also need to work on releasing. Most people don't have problems with the planning and the action once they, once they decide to commit to the work, because that's tangible, right? It's easy for us to see the plan and to take the action, but it's harder for us to shift the mindsets and remove the blocks. And it's even harder to release. So yeah, I, I do think that you need to remove the blocks first and work on your mindset before you can really do anything else. And that's why it's so good to work with a coach like you, because I've tried to remove these blocks before, you know, I've tried to do it by myself. I've tried to do it with a therapist and therapy's great. I'm not saying anything negative about that. That's a great thing. I've tried to do it in other ways and mediums, but I think you have to incorporate the energy of someone that knows what they're doing and can look at you intuitively and say, here's what you're doing. Here are your blind spots. Because you did that in the first session. You said to me something that I was just like, oh yeah, I, I never thought of that before. You know, I remember that I was like, oh, oh, you had brought up something with, um, my former job being a corporate flight attendant. I can't remember exactly what it was, but I was just like, oh wow, I never thought of that. Oh, I know what it was because I had told you I manifested being a corporate flight attendant and how I did it. And you said, well, you know, you've got to get back in that energy again. And you were talking about that and telling me and guiding me how to do that. But I could have never come up with that myself ever. That outside perspective, like you said, truly does change everything. We get lost in our own worlds and we get blind to our own energy field. And I think being able to coach yourself is a really good skill, but we're not meant to be individuals. We're all part yeah. of a group. We're not meant to be isolated. So being able to look at someone and say, Hey, will you help me is so empowering, even though it doesn't, people don't think it is, but it absolutely is because that person who cares, if you're saying this to a toxic person, it's going to get the opposite effect. But you're saying it to someone who's supportive and wants to help you. They're going to be like, yeah, well, you know, you do tend to be a perfectionist. You do tend to not acknowledge your accomplishments. Maybe you should work on that. And it's really interesting when you go into clubhouse and you see some of these extremely successful people, they're always working with a coach. Always. Mm -hmm. They're working oh, yeah. with one to two coaches always. And that's what I want to do too. You know, I, I want to commit to that positive pattern because I think you need that. And I think that's why they're so successful is because they're always working on themselves. They're constantly like, I want a coach that works on themselves. Yes. I, I like that. What do you right, think? Right. I totally agree because if someone told me that you can work with me because I have it all figured out, I'd be like, bye. <laughs> no, you don't. You're lying. So, yeah. Yeah. No, I think it's very, I agree. It's very important. And I have found in my own life, because I have coaches as well, I have a coach for my craft and a coach for my business. So I have a, a Reiki person and a, a oh, yeah. Reiki coaching crystal people that help me. And then I have a specific business coach. So I, I, it's kind of coming from all sides. Don't yeah. have a therapist though. I think that's, that's what I'm missing. <laughs> I know, me too. Me too. <laughs> yeah. I worked with you. And at the same time I had the session with the, uh, spiritual money coach as well. So that was two coaches. So I wonder, oh, and then I actually, um, did a Pinterest workshop to understand Pinterest. So I used a coach for that. So I'm, I'm constantly using coaches and I think that's why they're or where just 
rising up in the world because it's it's necessary. It's needed for spiritual involvement, for collective consciousness involvement. So don't be shy with that because the money you spend, if you put in the work, will come back to you a hundredfold. Look at me in six weeks. So. I totally agree. I totally agree. You you really need to work on yourself in order for anything to change. because And that's why I like to picture the four phases as all interlapping with each other because a lot of people tend to focus only on the strategy and the action. And that's just goal setting. And goal setting is very important. I love setting goals and I coach people on this all the time. But you have to also work on your mindset. And you have to also work on detachment in order to make it manifesting, in order to make it come full circle. So you constantly need to be working on that. And people don't realize that they need to do that unless someone goes, hey, you you got a bad mindset. You got a bad attitude. You need to work on that. Let's work on this together. But in the, in a loving way, not in a judgmental way. No. In a, I want to help you. This is going to help you sort of way. In an intuitive way, because yes. you helped me very intuitive. Like, within the first five minutes of our first session, you were like, boom, boom, boom. Like you could read me very quickly, which was very helpful. So I like that as well. What do clients want to manifest most money, career, love, or health, or is it a combination? I would say people come to me the most for money and then health afterwards. Like a lot of people tend to have health problems that they need to work through. But ultimately, it is a combination because we can't work on these things in isolation. But what is triggering them to seek out a coach is often one desire, that one desire to manifest more money, that one desire to create the career that I want, to get healthy, to find my person that I want to spend the rest of my life with. But then once we get working together, it turns into this whole cacophonous of other things, right? It's, It's never just one thing. Yep. It's, and it wasn't with me, you know, uh, mine was a combination with money and career. Right. And I said, I want to get you on my new podcast, my forthcoming podcast, which I don't even think I've announced by the time this episode comes out, <laughs> but it has to do with health. So, you know, I love to get you on there too, to talk about manifesting good health, because I think that's yeah. a big deal. And if I, you know, if I had a health crisis again, I would come to you and ask for your help because I, that is what shifted me out of my health crisis was mindset. That's yeah. really what did it. So, yeah, because all of our bodily functions, all of, all of the things that are happening in our bodies are a manifestation of something deeper. So it's not just your mind. It's not just your body. It's all one piece. And we can't ignore that. So this is why you need multiple coaches. You need multiple doctors. You need a therapist as well. Like you, This is truly what being a holistic healer means and approaching your health and your, your whole life really in a holistic way. You can't just say, I have the symptoms of this, so I take medication, but I, I, I don't talk to a therapist. No, you need to do it all. I, I like to use the example of weight loss because it's relatable and it's relatively easy to talk about um, because when you have a lot of weight to lose, you gain that weight for a reason, right? Whether that is a health issue or a mindset problem, you you gained it for a reason and you can't just change your diet and start working out in order to lose the weight. You also have to go through the personal growth it will take to change those habits the same with any type of health problem that you have or any type of thing you're trying to manifest. It's not there for a reason. So you need to work on it from all angles. It turns into a combination basically of things. Absolutely. And almost always 
the thing that people come to me for is not what they end up manifesting, but what they end up manifesting is a hundred times better than what they were trying. They thought they were going mm. for, and more often than not, eventually the original thing they were coming for will will manifest. Like uh, children are a good example. Like I can't put a baby inside of you. I can't guarantee you're going to be pregnant by the end of the by the end of the program, but. I can guarantee that you're going to have a different mindset that is going to put you on the path to eventually conceiving that baby. Like women often come to me because they want to conceive and they're struggling for whatever reason. But then when we start doing the work, we'll be like, Oh, so you're, you don't feel safe. Therefore your womb doesn't feel safe enough to house a baby because you don't feel safe. Mm. So then, so then their whole lives change. They get new jobs. They get, I've seen it multiple times. They get, all of a sudden more money, their relationships are improving. And they're like, by the end of the program, they're like, I haven't had a, my baby yet as baby's not here, but it's on the way because I, I can tell there's a shift. And then of course, intuitively, I understand that the baby is on the, is on the way. So it's all about the major shifts that need to happen, regardless of what you want, because that's how the universe works. That's amazing. That's really amazing that people come to you to have a baby or to yeah. help, you know, shift the mindset to have a baby. And that's, mm-hmm. that's exciting. Yeah. I, I know of someone who, um, worked with not a manifesting coach, but a Reiki person and ended up having twins again, not, you know, it wasn't immediate, but it took a little while, but she had shifted her mindset and was able to allow her body to have those twins. And I also think when women go through certain types of trauma and I don't have a trigger warning or an activation warning on this, uh, episode, the process of giving birth, the act of it can be traumatic and that sets you, how should I put it? It it puts you into a mindset where, you know, you say you want to have a baby, but you actually deep down don't. Mm -hmm. So it's good that we have someone like you who can shift that mindset and recognize what's going on so it can help more women populate this world. (laughs) Absolutely. And, And a lot of people were destined to be parents but a lot of people also weren't. Mm. And it, it just, I think that's another thing that I find really valuable in the work that I do is that people think they know what they want, but they really don't. Like I, I'll take my own wow. experience as, as an example where I, my husband and I for six years were adamant, we will not have kids. We will not have kids. And then we're like, oops, we're having a kid. <laughs> and now <laughs> I didn't even realize that there was a hole in my life until Evelyn came along. Mm. So, um, it's kind of super sappy, but I mean, I didn't realize that that was part of my life purpose until, until it was, and it could be the opposite as well. People might always think that, you know, I always wanted a baby, but wait, do I actually want a baby? Is this okay? And this is kind of where detachment comes in a little bit. One of the four phases where you have to be okay with no matter how it turns out. And then what you're meant to be will be, and what's meant to come will come as long as you're okay with no matter what happens. That doesn't mean you're not you don't care or that you're giving up. It just means that I'm going with the flow and I know that what my life is supposed to be will be. And even if I don't understand yes. what that is. I love that. Yes. And that's a perfect segue to our next question, <laughs> which is inspired by others who've come before you. And you just talked about it. You use a powerful four-step method to manifesting mindset, strategy, action, and letting go. The last step is so tough for people. Why are we so hung up, including me, on letting go and especially with money? It's an ego thing because it's counterintuitive. It's hard to let go because 
at some point in time, whatever it is that we're hanging on to fulfill the need. And because it fulfilled the need, the ego goes, I need to hang on to this thing because that's what the ego is all about, right? The ego is all about fulfilling needs. And because that thing fulfilled a need once, we have to hang on to it because as soon as it's gone, that need isn't going to be fulfilled anymore. Um, I just posted a podcast all about this from the recording. So by the time this comes out, it's going to be um, a couple episodes back, but I just spent a whole episode talking about this because it's so important where you have to be willing to let it go because it w- the universe doesn't have enough room to operate if you're saying it has to be this very specific thing. If it's if you're saying it's not this very specific thing, the universe is going, I can't do my magic. I can't pull enough strings to make that very specific thing happen. But you, if you let go of it, if you uh, detach yourself from it and are okay with no matter how it turns out, then I can work my magic. Then I can send you something even better that you don't even realize you want yet. You know, it's it's like Christmas where you, yes. or you get a, or your birthday where you get a present you didn't even realize you know you wanted. But if you were like only saying, I only want this specific gift. And if it's not the specific gift from, from you for my birthday, I don't want it. But then somebody else brings you something that you didn't even realize you knew you knew you wanted. The universe is the same way. The universe wants to bring you gifts, but you need to be open about it. So detachment is hard because of the ego. Do you have the name of the episode? Yes. It's called why letting go is important. The law of detachment. Okay. On episode 86, I believe on spiritually inspired with Sarah Ray. And if you looking at her Instagram right now, everything's on there because she has the link to her website. You'll see everything. I'm going to talk about the podcast a little bit later. Um, But yeah, my listeners would love that episode. So thank you so much. Yeah, it's really important. I said this in the episode that I would argue it's probably the most important thing. It's hard because they're all equally important, but I will probably say that if you are having a hard time manifesting, you need to work on letting go because you can take all the action you want. You can remove all the blocks that you want. You can do all the right things, but if you're clinging to what you think it should be, the universe cannot work with you that you're not doing your job for co-creating. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm thinking about that with regard to my last job and, and I kept clinging on to a certain outcome and it just, it would never happen. So uh, that makes sense. And then it, the universe was telling me, no, you're, you're destined for something better. And I moved and shifted out of that job because the universe was not giving me that outcome. Cause they're like, no, this isn't the right place for you. You need to move out of that job. So mm-hmm. you never know. Yeah. That exact same thing happened to me. And people are afraid of the unknown. I think is yes. part of it as well. And it, it goes back to fulfilling a need where this, for whatever reason, is comfortable, but because I'm afraid of what's uncomfortable, I'm not willing to let go of what seems comfortable, even if it's not serving me. It's, it takes yeah. courage to let it go. It does. It's not, an, it's not an easy thing for a lot of people to do, but once you do it, it's such a relief. It changes everything. When you realize that that tension that was in your body was because you were clinging so hard to something that may or may not be the right thing to be hanging on to. You let it go and it just is such a relief. So do it just for that reason. Do it just to relieve your own stress. Yes, 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 yes. So what sets you apart from other coaches is your ability to send energy through your words. You're also a Reiki master. So when we were in session, you send energy 
and we talk and I feel it. I felt it in my head, around my third eye, and in my intestines, gut area where I have issues. I remember a session where I had a headache and after the session, it was gone. I found your sessions healing as well as manifesting, which makes you unique. Was this your intention when you set out with clients? How do clients respond to this powerful energy healing? And do we have to heal in order to manifest? Well, thank you. I'm glad that you think that it was helpful. Um, it is my intention. It is a kind of a sort of channeling. Because if you are familiar with Reiki, you know that to practice Reiki is to channel universal healing love energy. When I am in the state where this is happening during a coaching session, I am able to kind of channel the energy through myself as the conduit into the client, whether we're physically with each other or not, Reiki knows no time or space. So it's it's going to regardless of where you are in the world. And because of this sort of channeling nature directly from the universe and from your spirit guide as well, because I also have that mediumistic element to it, the words become exactly what you need to hear from all angles. So I don't, I have to be honest with you, I don't entirely understand how it works, but I don't need to because I, I just, I'm open to it. And it's, I've seen it be helpful over and over and over again for people. Your second question was, uh, do you need to heal in order to manifest? I think you need to be willing. I don't think you need to get to this, this place where I am no longer ever thinking negative thoughts. I'm, I no longer have health issues. I no longer have any of this because that is impossible, right? Because that's the blessing of being on this earth school, right? Is always having these things that you need to work on, but you need to be willing to change. You need to be willing to do the work. You need to be willing to experience something different in order for that thing to manifest. I hope that, I hope that makes sense. Yes, that makes sense. And the healing definitely is a part of it. Like you said, it's, it's an unknown part of it, but in some way I feel like it helped remove my big blockage, you know? And I feel like that was part of it was taking that blockage away. And that was the healing aspect. Yes. And of course, whenever you remove a block or you repair something in the energy field, it is literally creating space in mm. your energy, in your body, in your mind. And then we replace it. And that's what Reiki does. We replace it with something that is, serves you better. It serves humanity better as well. So it, it's not necessarily healing over it like a scab. What I tend to do anyway, I, I can't speak for all Reiki practitioners, but what I tend to do is either dissolve or like completely clear it out and then replace it with something else. And that might have to happen a few times is why we work in, you know, six to seven sessions is typically what my programs involve because it, it takes time. It, it's, you don't work out once and lose all the weight, right? I wish you could. I'm not going <laughs> to give you Reiki once and it's going to change your life forever. I wish it could. Uh, but it, it does take some practice because these are results of deep inset subconscious beliefs. Um, and that's why that mindset aspect is so important because that works on re like reprogramming your brain. So things are different inside your brain and that eventually changes what's inside your body. So it all plays together. And that makes sense why once I removed the blockage, I was able to manifest so quickly, right? Yeah, right. Because you removed it, you in particular removed it in your mind and you removed it in your body and that those left opportunities for new things that serve you better. 
Exactly. So this is such amazing advice and why, you know, where I am today. If you like what you're hearing so far, Sarah Ray, you have a free offer for the listeners. Can you tell us about it? Also, I will plug it in the show notes. Go ahead. Yes. Yes, I do have a free offer. And that is a free session, a free spiritual coaching session. If you go to spirituallyinspired.co slash free session, you can um, book with me there. It's 45 minutes. And the whole point of the session is to work on what it is you're going to manifest or you want to manifest. So we basically go through the four phases, like crash course sort of a thing. Typically what these sessions look like are you sit down, you go, okay, this is what I want to manifest. And I go, okay, what's, what's preventing you from doing this? And sometimes people have an answer. Sometimes people go, I have no idea what's preventing me. And then we work it out together because every single client is different, but typically it starts with, tell me what it is that you want and how are we going to get there? Because my goal is to actually help you have a mindset shift. I want you to have a breakthrough. I want you in this free session to say, wow, that is very helpful. And I want you to walk away with something. And this is the case with my webinars as well. I am all about giving you actionable advice, actionable advice. This isn't going to be me pitching you for 45 minutes. I want to actually be able to help you. I'm not going to lie. I do have a bigger program that I will talk to you about if you say it's okay if you're interested, if I think it's a good fit and it's going to be helpful for you. But my goal with the free session is for you to walk away with an action plan that pertains to all four of the phases of manifesting. I mean, guys, come on, you got to do it. Like <laughs> you got to do it. You know what I mean? It's that's amazing. And then you're getting healing energy at the same time. You got to do it. Yeah. So uh, just say that one more time, spirituallyinspired.co. Yep. Spirituallyinspired.co slash free session. One word, singular, free session. Also, if you just go to spirituallyinspired.co, you'll find it on there. Yes. And it's a beautiful website. So definitely look around too. Thank you. All right. So now we're getting to the part that we alluded to. And I really want to talk about this. It's also about the client doing the work. I have to say, I think I'm a good client. <laughs> you are. You are. You're my favorite client. Yes. <laughs> yes. Except for my listeners who are going to sign up for the free sessions and right. then they're going to be your new right. favorite. Right. might get usurped, <laughs> but as of right now. <laughs> okay. So I think I'm a good client and here's why. When I work with a coach, I do the homework and I make sure I get the most out of the coaching experience. Before doing all that, I do my research and I know that going into our coaching session, I will receive the results I desire or not just the session, but the entire coaching experience. For example, I knew you from your podcast, Spiritually Inspired with Sarah Ray, which I will put in the show notes. And I knew from that podcast, I wanted to work with you. That's free advice you give constantly. So I felt I knew you week after week and through your Instagram, I knew you. I intuited you were the right coach for me. But these results are on me too, meaning I am responsible for my own results. Sarah Ray, so many of my listeners have their own businesses. They want to attract the right clients. How do you manifest the best clients possible, the ones who are committed to doing the work? Mm, Yes. Well, in order to manifest the best clients that are committed to doing the work is that you have to 
model that, I think. And you also have to have those boundaries. Um, I am not strictly a business coach, but my clients do occasionally have businesses. And we do talk about this, but yeah, you need to you need to be open to working with the people who are meant to work with you. You mentioned earlier before soul clients. You have to know that your soul clients are out there. You have to know their demographic. You have to know how they phrase things in order for them to feel like you are my coach. And I, I've learned this trick recently, but I started saying my, the opening of my podcast is I'm Sarah Ray. I'm your manifesting coach. And the people that are sticking around mm. are very similar to you where they're going, yes, you are my manifesting coach. And I picked this check up from my business coach who does the same thing in her podcast. She goes, hi, I'm your business coach. And I'm like, yes, you are. And you're amazing. And I love you. And I will literally do whatever you tell me to do. So it's, <laughs> <laughs> and you also, you have to believe that they're out there. You know, you, you, I am all about giving away the free information. Like you said, like everything that we talk about in this podcast episode, in my entire podcast, every podcast I've ever been on, I will give away everything, but that doesn't prevent me from getting clients. That brings me more clients because not only am I open, which I am trusting in that way because I'm not hiding things behind a paywall, but what you are getting from me when you do book your session is the specificity to you. So all of this is just generic advice. I use very generic examples in my big, at the top of my funnel, at the top of my sales funnel, my big free content that anyone can access and it is accessible to anybody. But as we travel down the funnel, it becomes more and more specific to you. And that is what coaching is. So I don't really think of my podcast as a coaching session. I think of it more as like laying the foundation. And then when you get to know me more, when you book your session, it becomes more of a coaching session. So I would tell anyone who wants to attract those dream clients is that you just, you have to be open with your information. Hiding behind paywalls is a scarcity mindset and it's not helping you. It's not helping the collective. You have to circle back to your why. Why am I doing this? Because I'm assuming that most of your listeners are spiritual in nature. They're not bro marketers as we, as we call them. (laughs) They're Mm -hmm. willing to, they're willing to talk more about things. And they're willing to be more open. They're not saying like, oh, I have the 12 secrets to success. But in order for you to be successful, you have to pay me $1,200. Like, no, like I like to think that anyone who stumbles upon my content, even if they never become a paying client, they have all the tools they need to coach themselves if they wish. Now, if they really do want to do the work and they want to go deeper and they want, like we talked about earlier, that, that objective third party perspective that's when they take the next step because that's they know at that point that's what they're paying for they're not paying for the t- the four phases because i don't i'm not quiet about those i talk about those all the time <laughs> so you already know what those are by the time you come to me because you're coming to me for your specialized treatments not for the basics i hope that answers your question because i believe that's what everyone needs to do i cannot agree more you need to not hold back in offering free advice and free things. And like you said, if someone wants to take it deeper, then they pay you to take it deeper. And then it's very individualized. You know, it's very tailored. It's very individualized. And I love your trick about I'm your manifesting coach. I'm going to start using that for the uh, the other podcast I do on my book mentoring. So I'm going to start using that. I'm going to say I'm, I'm your, your book mentor. Yeah. I'm your intuitive book mentor. So I'm going to start using that. That's great. 
Because, and the other thing I do too is, you know, I really sit down and I, I think about my soul clients who are attracted to me and what they need and what they want. And I, I've done meditations on that and that really helps. I have to do one this week as well, but you know, not every day, but maybe once a week I sit down, I really, you know, meditate on that. I do it from the perspective of, Hey guys, I'm out here. If you need me, I'm out here. I know you're having troubles getting started on your book and you don't know where to start or your podcast or whatever, but I'm here. And that helps, I think, the attraction as well. Right. Because you're putting it out there and then you're already on the road to detaching from it. Yes. Because detachment ultimately boils down to trust, trust in the universe. So I'm letting go of this energy that I'm putting out into the universe that I'm available for my soul clients, for my dream clients. And I trust that they will come back to me. So yeah, it's, it is a process. It is something you need to work on. Um, It's something you need to visualize, which is why I've broken it down into four different phases. Cause I find that that is really helpful for people to understand and to troubleshoot too. So, okay. The last question I am dying. I've been wanting to hear this answer for a week now (laughs) because uh, Sarah Ray has been teasing me because I know she attracted something amazing, but I said, you know, hold it off for the podcast because I want to hear it with everyone else. So what has the manifesting coach you attracted in the past year that you're excited about? Oh my gosh. It's happened in the last month. So, um, should I pull rip off the bandaid or do you want me to to bury the lead? Oh, that's a good question. What do I want? <laughs> I want you to rip off the bandaid because I'm in love okay. forever. Okay. Ripping off the bandaid, I manifested being a preschool teacher. Um <gasps> I know. Oh my gosh. I didn't even know that was something you wanted to do. Oh my god. Now now you either. have to tell me the whole story. You have to tell us. I, and this is a perfect example because I didn't, I, this is forever going to be my, my biggest manifesting example besides manifesting my perfect birth experience. I think this has been surpassed that now. So the last month or so I've really decided to dive deep into the detachment side of it, the law of detachment, which is the fourth part of manifesting of how I teach is letting go releasing. And I've always known it was important and I've used it to manifest, like I mentioned before, my perfect birthing experience, because eventually I was like, you know, whatever happens, it happens. It's meant to be this way. And I'm okay with no matter what, how it turns out. And it turned out to be perfect. But then like about a month ago, I realized that I was not doing that with one very specific thing I wanted to manifest. So I just a little bit of a background on me. I've been doing spiritually inspired for almost 10 years. I started it when I was a young adult and I'm not really a young adult anymore, because I've been working on it for like 10 years. And I had a very specific outcome. And that was just being a full-time entrepreneur. I'm sure your listeners can relate to this because a lot of people are entrepreneurs nowadays, especially just with the change in energy over the last couple of years. Everyone wants to be the full-time entrepreneur, right? And I knew this in high school too. Like after I even got my first job, I realized like, wow, working for other people just sucks. I'm not requesting time off. I'm telling you, I'm not going to be here. Like my life isn't in your hands. Like this is important to me. Yeah. Welcome to adulthood. Yeah. Oh God, I know (laughs) it sucks. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so I always knew that I had that entrepreneurial spirit. So when I started my brand spiritually inspired 10 years ago, you might not be surprised to hear that it never really happened for me being that full-time six figure coach. Just, it just, 
wasn't manifesting. And I realized that I was clinging to it so freaking hard, like a death grip. And it was, it was sabotaging me. And I was so blind to this that I couldn't realize that I was sabotaging myself because I was going against what I was teaching all my clients to do. Like I was really coaching them. I was like, you need to let it go. You need to be okay with no matter what happens. And then they would follow that advice. And then they would come back to me and say, oh my God, it manifested exactly and more exactly the way I wanted. I'd be really happy for them. And then I would just keep grinding, keep up the hustle. Mm. So for the last 10 years, I've had a variety of day jobs. And every single time I got a new job, I go went into it knowing, well, this is just temporary until my business gets off the ground. This is just a waste of my time until I become a full-time entrepreneur. And I actively believed for the better part of a decade that I was wasting my time. And because we know what you know about manifesting, what do you think happened? (laughs) And I continuously brought in experience into my life where I felt like I was wasting my time. So not only was that a bad attitude, but it was not helping me. That was not the energy I wanted to put out into the world. So once Evelyn was born in 2021, I uh, said, this is it. I'm going to be 30 next year. I do not want to enter the new decade of my life with my new baby, not doing what I want to do. And I kept saying this to my husband too. I was like, I'm really sick of not having the career that I want. Like, this is going to happen. I'm going to buckle down. I'm going to hustle, hustle, hustle. I'm going to be making a full-time income by the time I turn 30. I will not be in this job again by the time I turn 30, which ultimately turned out to be the case, (laughs) but (laughs) in a completely different way. Um, So I've set really lofty goals for myself, which ultimately stressed me out um, to replace my entire income in just a matter of 12 months when I, half of that was maternity leave. Uh, I mean, that's lofty. I'm not saying it's impossible. If it's meant to be, it will happen. But that was really lofty and it was really stressing me out. So the last like month or so, I realized like I was really, (laughs) what happened was that I got reprimanded really bad at my job. I used to work for a technology company and I got in in a lot of trouble. (laughs) That's awesome. I love, can I just stop you right here? Yeah. And I know you weren't fired, but my two big things is I find people suspect if they haven't been in a car accident and they haven't been fired from a job. If you haven't had those two things, and I kind of count reprimanding, so I love that. Go ahead. <laughs> I've been in a car accident too, so okay. So thank you, amen. <laughs> You're not suspect. I'm telling you, it's a thing with me. I'm telling you. Anyway, no, I get it because it's a way for the universe to jar you. So I got reprimanded really bad, and um, I, I didn't get fired, and I wasn't put on probation or anything. I was still in good standing, but it just I was just a crying and crying, and I and I realized that holy crap, I am so sick of feeling like I was wasting my time and I was just done. And I was like, I just cut those cords immediately to feeling that way because it was not serving me. It was something that I've clung to for so long. And I was like, you know what? This is just going to be what it's going to be. Whether or not spiritually inspired ever becomes full time, I'm okay with it because I'm never going to stop. I'm never going to stop coaching my clients. I'm never going to stop podcast. I'll be podcasting 50 years from now. Like I'm never going to stop making this spiritually inspired content because it's so important to me. And it, it's so fulfilling on a really deep level. And because no other job I've ever had has been fulfilling. That's why I've been wasting my time. I mean, I've, I worked at a one specific uh, real estate website. That's blue. I worked there for a long time. <laughs> I've had paper routes. I worked for Hilton. Um, I have worked in various call centers. I was a debt collector for a while. So I've had a lot of different jobs that just were not fulfilling, but that were just paying the bills. 
and I just got sick of it. And I was like, you know what? I'm just, I'm just done. I'm fucking done. I'm so sick of it. Um, and I was randomly recently, like a month ago was looking at a newsletter that I subscribe to that is called Minnesota parent that is just advertising children's activities in the area. So if you happen to be in Minnesota, it's excellent. Just subscribe to it. And I have never, ever seen a job posting in that, in that newsletter Uh, before, but there was a newsletter or there was a job posting for the place that I got hired at clicking and I clicked on it and I was like, Oh, that's interesting. I'm just going to, I'm just going to randomly apply. It was so impulsive. It was a full body. Yes. Like huge ding in my head from spirit. Like, yep, do it. And I was like, okay. So I impulsively applied, didn't finish the application. Mind you, I did not complete it, (laughs) but I got reached out to anyway, went to an interview, was there for like two and a half hours that later that day, like two hours later, after I left the interview, they offered me the job. Oh my and gosh! It was so surreal, and it was. What's funny is that it's at like a school daycare center, and that's the exact school daycare center that I wanted to send Evelyn to. <gasps> um, so now she's going to be able to go to the exact school that I wanted her to go oh to. Oh my gosh! And it's for the first time in my life, I am actually really, really excited to to go to work. And I, I shouldn't say that. It's not. That's not entirely true, but it is mostly true. Because when I started working for Hilton, I was also really excited about the idea of building two careers simultaneously. But then Hilton just turned out to not be, at least the Hilton that I worked at turned out not to be what I needed it to be. I was just continuously manifesting things that are wasting my time. But because I was willing to let go of this one very specific outcome that I wanted, I am getting everything that I wanted. I talked about this in my recent Law of Detachment podcast episode where um, I focused on the feelings that I wanted to manifest and said, I wanted to feel yes. fulfillment. That was my number one fulfillment, freedom. Um, and that was basically it. Like those are the big main ones, fulfillment and freedom and whatever those things mean to you, maybe you can relate. Um, but now with this, with my new um, education job, first of all, I didn't even know I was qualified legally speaking. I didn't know that my college education would qualify me to be a teacher, but it does apparently. So I'm doing that. And now I only work four days a week for the exact same salary that I was working at my, at my last job. So now I have an entire day every single week to dedicate to my business. So I manifested more time. I manifested the exact same salary, but it's only going to stay the same for now because they're going to pay for my tuition to go back to school. So now I'm going back. I don't know if you're familiar with how teacher pay skills work. I do. I was engaged to a teacher and I I had teaching parents, but go ahead, explain to everyone else. Yes. So if you can picture a a multiplication table where there's numbers across the top, the X and the Y axis, a teacher pay skill is very similar to where on one side you have experience and the other side you have education. And then depending on how much experience you have and how much education, you kind of trace it down to see what your pay is going to be. So the more education you have, the higher you get paid. It's not like every year or whatever you get reevaluated. No, it's as soon as you complete that education portion, you get a raise. They're paying for my tuition to do that, which is huge financial abundance. That's going to be happening. And then there's also, I realized when I got there that because I am triple vaccinated, I get like a $3 an hour pay increase. Um, So the base salary was the same as my last job, but now... It's, it's manifested as more. I'm working less, wow. making more, manifested more time, all because I was willing to change what the view of what I thought I wanted. The feelings didn't change, but the one specific outcome that I was searching for changed. Sarah, I'm so happy for you. 
Oh, thank you. And can so I tell much. you, I knew this. <laughs> I knew this because now I don't want to be like that, you know, but I, when I started working with you, I felt you were going to find a new job. I didn't say it to Did you. you. Yeah. I, I was like, she's going to find a new job. And then when you told me you, you told me it was something career based, you kind of teased me with that. <laughs> I said, I know she's a teacher of some kind, but I don't know what. Oh, so I, I, I knew that was coming into your field. I was getting that. But I didn't, yeah. you know, I didn't know how it would manifest. So I love how you uh, focused on the feelings mm -hmm. of what you wanted. And it, my God, that is such a big manifestation. You change careers, you uh, have a day off. So now you have three days off to spend with your, your child and your husband. Yep. Yep. And then you got, you're getting a pay increase because of the vaccination. And then you're going to get another pay increase because of, uh, going back to school, right? And they're paying for that as well, which is another, you know, all this money you're attracting to yourself. Uh, congratulations. I could not Thank be happier you. for you. And that school is so lucky to have you. Oh, and I, I so, that so I'm much. now just out of curiosity, if you don't mind me asking, how far is a drive from your house? Short? Five minutes. I was, I knew it. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I knew you were going to say like five minutes. And, and I said, I have a feeling it's really close to your house. So it's going to be just so easy breezy. Yep. And I'm really excited. And then, and also, hello, Evelyn gets to go there. I know. So she does go to daycare now, which is fine, but it's, she's going to be attending the school that I actually wanted her to go to for half the price. So it's oh, not free, but it is that's, significantly cheaper. That's, yeah. am, that's amazing. So, no. I mean, you attracted so many things with just this one career change, which is a big deal. Career change is a huge deal, but you attracted all of these things that were subsets of the career change. And I, I'm blown away. I'm blown away. So the manifesting coach manifests. <laughs> I would like to think so. And I truly, this is kind of what I meant by troubleshooting is that I realized that I had these other things in place. I had the right mindset. I knew who I wanted to attract, right? I was taking a lot of strategic action. I was doing all of the right things, but the thing I wasn't doing was the releasing aspect of it. Um, it, I just offered it all to the universe. And I said, you know what? It's yours. It's out of my hands. I no longer want to feel this burden. It was specifically the feeling of wasting my time. That's what I let go of. And now for the first time, I'm, I'm truly fulfilled in all areas of my life. Oh my God. I don't know if you've ever wow. heard a lot of like, our parents' age, where they go, you have to work in order to just do what you love on the weekends. Like, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I do not prescribe to that. I refuse to believe that. And that's one of the reasons why I tried so hard to make this one specific dream come true. But what I really wanted was freedom. What I really wanted was fulfillment. And that's what I focused on. And, you know, entrepreneurship looks different for everyone. You know, like most people don't do one thing. Most people do many things. Like you are the perfect example, Jay. <laughs> Where I just, there's nobody that only does one thing. And why would you ever want to be complacent? Why would you ever want to just go, I work nine to five so that I can spend two hours doing what I care about after I take care of my family, which is also important to me. Like, no, you deserve to be in a career, whether that is your own entrepreneur or business or working for somebody else that you enjoy, that you find fulfillment in that you care about. Like the, I used to tell my husband 
this is part of, this was part of the problem because why nothing was changing. Also, one of the reasons why I got reprimanded is that I was, I said, this comp- the success of this technology company plays no role in my life. Whether or not Ooh. this company succeeds, whether or not they have a bad quarter, I don't care. It, it does not <laughs> no, change my it. life. Yeah. No, why you got okay. reprimanded was the universe was saying, get the fuck out of this job. Yep, exactly. That's exactly what it is. I use the example, um, I think I've said on this podcast, but the corporate flight attendant podcast of when you're a corporate flight attendant, you get visas. So now Russia, I don't know if anyone's going to Russia, but Brazil and uh, India and China, right? You have to get these visas and that sets you apart. And you can't just get the visas. You have to go through one of these flight companies to get the visas and they give them to you. I was working and I was just as good as everyone else. I was known as a very good contractor at my job. And no matter what happened, I could not get the visas. And people who started let's say a year later than me who were, you know, we were just as good on the same playing field. They were getting the visas, no problem. And I just would, I just was not able to get these visas. And I now realize it was a universe saying, Nope, you got to get out of this. Right. That wasn't right. See, and that's the thing. Like you think that you know what you want, but you don't, Yeah, (laughs) you know, the feeling that you want, but you don't know how it's going to come. And this, this is what I mean by I'm not hiding this information. You don't have to pay me to get this information. Maybe you pay me to figure out what exactly it is that you need to tweak in your life, but I'm not secretive about the fact that you don't know what you want and that you need to do your part in co-creating by letting go. You will never, ever manifest what you think you want by hanging on to it. It doesn't work. Before we go to your last thoughts, and I want you to plug your service again, I want to say hi. I think you said the last time we recorded your mom listened to it, right? Yes. Can I say hi to your mom? What's her name? Yeah, her name's Kara. Hi, Kara. What is it? Lady Kara. Hi, Lady Kara. You have an amazing daughter. You must be so proud of everything she's manifested. And you manifested her. So I just want to shout out to Kara. Oh, she's going (laughs) to love that. (laughs) That's so sweet. Oh, my gosh. And then I also want to say before the last thoughts is I want to do an episode down the line interviewing someone on having a spiritual I hate to say nine to five, but that's the best way I can put it, like a spiritual Mm -hmm. job that you love. And obviously you fit that bill. So maybe after you work as a teacher for some time, I'm going to have you come back and talk about that. Yeah, I would love to because I've been getting a lot of downloads lately um, that this is going to change how I work with clients. I've been uh, told that it's going to go more in the direction of inner child work because learning mm-hmm. and studying about inner or early childhood development is going to yes. pertain to the adults that I work with. So I've been getting that as a download. I've also been told that I am going to interact with children who are mediumistic um, that will need my support. So it's, yeah, it's going to be amazing. I can't wait to tell you all about it once I get some experience under my belt. You know, I never thought of that, of studying early childhood development, playing into manifesting an inner child work, but it makes absolute sense. And again, you shifted your thinking and you focused on your feelings and this is just a bonus. Yeah, it is. Exactly. It is just a bonus. And I, I think we all deserve to be happy and fulfilled. You don't have to go about thinking, you don't have to be attached to the status quo. 
you can do your own thing. You can, even when it comes to entrepreneurship, like supposedly that's, you know, doing your own thing, right? But there's still a set way to be an entrepreneur, that, so they say online, but you, it comes in so many different ways. Like it's okay to have the quote side hustle, right? Yeah. <laughs> like it's, it, what matters is how you feel. What matters yes. is the fulfillment. It, ex- exactly. And I'm starting to notice that for my own businesses is the fulfillment of it. So any last thoughts? You have the power. You are powerful and you are empowered. Love it. Love it. Thank you so much. And please give us your service and anything you would like everyone to know about you right now. Yes. So as you so kindly mentioned earlier, um, Instagram is where I hang out a lot at sarahray.coach. My free session is at spirituallyinspired.co slash free session. And I also recently started a Facebook group. If you're on Facebook, um, it's if you just search spiritually inspired on Facebook, if you're into that sort of thing, you can join us there. But if not, one thing that I want you to do is check out your free session. Book that because it will be life changing for you. It is. I can, <laughs> I can tell you working with Sarah, it is life changing. And I talked about it and you guys know that. Until next time. Live your life two inches up the ground. <laughs> I l- <laughs> that was the best ending I've ever heard. Thank you so much, Sarah Ray. Thank you, Jay.